This is the Bed Bug Specialist Podcast. This podcast is created to help educate the public and pest control professionals on bed bug news, facts, tools, and treatment methods. Follow, like, and share this podcast. And if you give us a five star review on iTunes, you'll be entered in a monthly drawing to win a gift valued at $50. Find us on iTunes and Stitcher, Google Music, Spotify, Podbean, and iHeartRadio. You can contact the show at 918 960 0829 or email us at podcast at TulsaBedBugSpecialist.com. Our Twitter is at TulsaBedBug. Our website, TulsaBedBugSpecialist.com. And you can also find this podcast on YouTube. Now, here's today's episode. Hey, guys, I'm back. So um, my computer kind of been down. Uh, well, that's an easy excuse. I've just been super busy. But I have this new article. Um, it's real funny, I thought. Um, but it's real. Um, dealing with uh, bed bugs. Um, if, uh, if you're single, you know, in your sex life. Um, um, so, um, yeah, it's an interesting article. Uh, check it out. Um, again, uh, share, like, and subscribe the, uh, to the podcast um, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, you, uh, hit me up on Twitter. That's going to be the best way to contact me, um, or the easiest way for me to reply. And, uh, so yeah, uh, more articles. Um, if you have any, um, ideas on what to talk about, um, as well, uh, I welcome that, but all right, here's the article. Bed bugs ravaged my sex life. No single man is free from its quiet, creepy terror. No condom can keep it at bay. No victim can flee its curse. Yes, it's official. The bedbug is the new STD. By Jeff Berkovici, September 1st, 2010. Inviting Rachel back to my apartment should not have presented a dilemma. We'd met at a costume party... She was dressed as a polygamist's wife. There aren't a lot of girls who can look sexy in a knee-length homespun shift and headscarf, but she pulled it off. Thanks to enormous blue-green eyes and the sort of body you only see on 24-year-olds who spend their abundant free time in dance class. On the big love scale, she was more Jennifer Goodwin than Chloe Savigny. I'd recently cannonballed back into the dating pool after a divorce. And even though I'm only 33, I'd been off playing house for the part of young adulthood where you learn how to approach strange women at parties, and it showed in my chatting-up technique. Note to fellow divorcees. Even on Purim, do you go to a Jewish summer camp? Falls pretty flat. Somehow, though, I managed to get Rachel's number and even a kiss goodnight. The doubt started when I bragged to my pal Adam about my debut as a pickup artist. You're not actually going to go out with a girl who lives in Bushwick, are you? He scoffed. Are you trying to get bedbugs? Rachel, not her real name, by the way, didn't just live in Bushwick, the neighborhood that, as the locale of choice for Brooklyn's young, artsy, and penniless, is ground zero for New York's burgeoning bedbug epidemic. She also happened to rent an airless cubbyhole in one of the converted warehouse loft buildings whose low rents and high turnover rate make them a haven 
for parasites of all sorts, especially human couch surfers and the blood-sucking Cymex lactularius that feeds on them. That's not even the worst of it. In the course of getting to know each other, Rachel told me that to supplement her bohemian income, she sometimes picked up discarded books and other items off the sidewalk and brought them home to sell at flea markets later. Are you trying to get bedbugs? I might have asked her. If I hadn't been so distracted with her gorgeousness, did I mention she was gorgeous? Seriously, would anyone but a horny moron risk months of discomfort, shame, and expensive treatments for a night or two of pleasure? Then again, it's not like I hadn't made precisely that wager before, but last time I'd been single, and it was in a year starting with a one. The danger hadn't so much been literal critters as very different kinds of bugs, herpes, HPV, chlamydia, the kinds of sexually transmitted diseases that still hang with about one in five Americans, but whose stigma has oddly abated. For single men and women these days, the threat of bedbugs has supplanted even the nastiest STD as the lurking fear that keeps us up at night, and, unfortunately, even barricaded in our own clean apartments, where we've chosen to tuck in with only John Stewart and Stephen Colbert to keep us warm. I fear bedbugs more than anyone else on the face of the earth, says Rebecca, a 24-year-old who works in fashion and lives in the Williamsburg section of Brooklyn. I always ask a guy, no matter how drunk I am, and check his arms and legs for bites. I'll turn down sex or blue ball a guy if I'm the least bit concerned. But as with STDs, asking doesn't do much good if your partner isn't prepared to be honest. Lauren, a newspaper editor from New Jersey, successfully battled an infestation not too long ago. I went criminally insane and thus got no action whatsoever during that valley in my life, she recalls. But now I deny that I've ever had them, particularly to anyone I'm interested in. And while some men might call it deception, the ladies may simply be evening out the scales. For every story you hear about a woman hushing up her bedbug problem, there are four about a guy who had an infestation and didn't know it, until the girl he brought home woke up covered in red welts. Blame biology. Men's skin appears to be somewhat less reactive to the proteins in bedbugs' saliva, and it seems to me that the insects also show a marked preference for feeding on female hosts. Given a choice, isn't that what you'd bite? Not that that makes us single guys any less paranoid. If anything, the thought of harboring a mattress full of little brown buggers without realizing it is all the more skin-crawling. But it's not like there's a reasonable, foolproof way for a man to avoid the threat of an infestation. You could, I suppose, emulate my friend David, who commanded his then-girlfriend to disrobe and throw her clothes in the wash before he'd consent to touch her. You could follow the lead of my co-worker, Greg, who swears he won't date anyone with a Brooklyn address anymore and has taken to conducting his hookups in public restrooms to be on the safe side. You could buy your own bedbug-sniffing beagle. You could move to Antarctica. I considered all these options and ultimately hit on a better one. Chilling the F out. Keeping perspective and remembering that whether it's bedbugs, STDs, 
bunny-boiling psychos, or plain old heartbreak. Romance is going to knock you on your ass now and then. But the rewards are worth it. I'd been out of the dating game for a long time, but not so long that I didn't realize asking a woman to sterilize her clothes in the freezer would only guarantee that I'd never see her naked. And that was not an option. So yes, I invited Rachel over, and I went over to her place in Bushwick, and we spent many a night heating the linens in a way that had nothing to do with pest control. And while the bugs may eventually make their way into my bed, up the double-sided, tape-wrapped legs, past the vinyl-encased box spring and mattress, underneath the bedbug-proof duvet, at least I hope they won't find me there alone. That's today's episode. Thank you for listening. Remember to share and like this podcast and Google us at Tulsa Bed Bug Specialist.